Moon River. I think we've like started every episode singing something. That's how I want to be remembered. Mm. She started out singing and she went out singing. Mm. I think mostly it's she started out singing and she went out saying see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's true. Speaking of singing, see, see you know. You guys, we are oh. live on the scene <sighs> from from Steph's haunted ass house right now. Welcome all. I legitimately, this is not a joke and I'm not exaggerating. I am afraid and I'm scared and afraid. And not only that, this is good wine. Yeah. This is good wine. Um, we are in Steph's haunted house. I went around and Instagram storied the whole haunted room, and I worry about the vengeance that will be wrought upon me because of that. Honestly, like every day in my life, I go in there and I'm like, "Come at me, ghosts!" And, and nothing happens, but it does though. So I shouldn't say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, I do get my comeuppance. I'm um, pretty spooked, you could say. And we're also in a room with a lot of. Violent objects. Yeah, Tommy, uh, Tommy, hey, uh, we're recording in your Sorry, room. Sorry, Tommy, but you do have some great stuff. You've got this really awesome statue of, statue of a cougar. Yeah. And uh, you know how I love them. You've got, but, from where I'm sitting even, I can see a bow and arrow with a full set, a full quiver. Mm-hmm. I can see what looks to be a rifle. No, no. What is that right there? That's, uh, well, it's not a rifle. It's... Shaped like a rifle, it is. But I know it's. Hang on, let me. Let me. Can you just like double check? Looks like a rifle a lot, dude. It's for like um. It's for fake uh the paintballs. Mm, Don't point that at me. I'm not. I'm showing you that it's it's made of plastic. All right. All right. It's for paintballs. Yeah, there's a lot of swords in here. Uh, a lot of. Um, Dungeons and Dragons stuff and a lot of um, crosses. So it's just like mixed messages. A lot of guitars. I see four of them. The guitars are, they're fine. They're doing great. Um, What we're saying is Tommy's pretty cool. Tommy's got, I could spend a whole day just playing with different stuff in this room. Yeah. And I did try to make Steph fight me before with the sword. Oh, very, very rusty, very heavy, very I old I just want to hit a sword with something. Have you seen... Poking the- me in the tummy with it. <laughs> me being like, stop it, dude. <laughs> if we were little, like, you would have killed me if we played with guns, for sure. Any child would have killed another child No, I definitely would have been like, we shouldn't be doing this. And you'd be like, ha-ha, and then it'd be over for me. I would... There would never be a situation where we were playing with guns and I would shoot one thinking it was fine. You just... You just like because I know it wasn't gonna hurt you. <laughs> okay, sounds a lot like what kids. Oh think. my god! Um, did you ever see the infomercial for the Great Sword? No. Oh, it's like a seven-minute video of a man swinging like a four-foot like broad sword, just like this. Oh, this no, no, man no. swinging, I've seen it. cutting like pig carcasses. You showed it to me. So crazy. My favorite one is when she when they stuff a bunch of raw meat into a boot. <laughs> And then he, he cuts the toes off the food. <laughs> Guys, if you have not seen it, go go on YouTube and look up the Great Sword. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. 
<laughs> that boot part, will, oh. it gets me every time. I think we were at work, <laughs> and I was like, we got to replay that yeah. 15 times. Oh, my God. And people it's were so like, what good. are you doing? We are like, we're working. Like, oh, I'm Clearly sorry. Not, I'm researching. I'm just doing research. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, wow. we're here. We're here. I guys, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Genuinely, truly, yeah. deep in my heart and soul. I'm and you scared. can vouch now too. When you drive up to my house, it's just edge to edge woods. Yeah, it's an encroaching woods. woods. It's an oppressive, dark, deep woods. Yep, yep. Um, have you ever read um, any of the cartoons by Emily Carroll? Yes, I have. Oh, Through the Woods, that book of hers. So good. Oh, it's so good. Big old shout out. Check her out. I love her. Through the Woods. Incredible book. Incredible Halloween a, gift. If you hear any distant barks, that's my dogs. Just letting that's you know, That's what guys. she says, but it could be anything. It's a Wendigo. I mean, who knows in this in this house? I I'm like this looking around room, me because I'm for real. Like nothing's guaranteed. Well, I did tell you just a second ago. I was like, well, I wonder where Tommy's poster is. He had this like really rock and Led Zeppelin poster up, and I can't remember if it's that one or a different one. But there was a poster up in Tommy's room that was up here for like years and years and years, and at some point. He took it down or to move it, and there was just the mummified body of a petrified bat behind it that had just oh, been there. Like, it got stuck behind the poster, and it was just in his room with him wow. for years and years and years. It was just a dead Ugh. bat. Ugh. So gave me cool, the though. You know what? I also just remembered that I didn't mention last week. So for some reason, well, I know why Tommy's bed, seeing Tommy's bed reminded me of it because it's two, um, it's two beds in one uh, bed, like twins pushed together. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend I was at my sister's bachelorette party and there was this barn not attached to the house. Like you had to walk like, I don't know, quarter of a mile up a hill to get to this little barn. And it was like a- abandoned, you could sure. say. It was a decrepit old barn, and all the windows were, like, you know, blocked up and everything. Um, But inside, there was, in addition to normal stuff like power tools and, like, whatever, like, file cabinets and stuff left over there, um, there was, like, an old double bed just like this from, clearly from, like, a hotel in the 70s with, like, a brocade print embroidered on it. Like, pushed into the corner. There was, like... An old uh, boiler next to it and an old heater <gasps> and, like, all of this really creepy stuff. So and somebody had been clearly, like, staying yes, there. Like a, 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 a vagabond. Um, but the bed was also covered in, like, bugs and, like, rat poop and stuff. So not for a while, I guess. Yeah. But then, like, there was, like, a little area out back that was, it was so overgrown you couldn't walk into it even if you wanted to, but cool. there was an abandoned rusty old swing set. Oh, the best. And then there was uh, like a little corner that had a ladder going up to what appeared to be a tiny little second level. And there was just a little tiny human sized hole cut into it that somebody had like somebody. Yes. The whole time we were in there, I was like, somebody's watching us right now. Somebody's crouching on the second that's like very likely floor of this, just watching us. That's like when they uh, went into the attic of the Valespa, Valespa yeah. Axe Murder House, and there was just like human feces there. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, he was in the house the whole yeah. time. We were collecting Terrifying. evidence." Terrifying. I love that. Also, I know. While we were in there, I was on Instagram, and I was just like, "Guys, 
guys, <laughs> if anything happens, this is my location. If I get right decapitated, yep. just letting you know. Um, you'll also notice. Yes, I, I was did looking notice at, this. I saw you notice it, and I was like, "We got to point that out." Mm-hmm. Um, so at one point, my mom fell through the attic <laughs> and into this room. So it's what? patched up. Yeah. How? How did that happen? I think it's just like a bad section. Yeah. Soft I, spot. I mean, I say that, but then yeah, there's a whole part of. I mean, you can't even go in my attic because if you step anywhere, there's a chance you'll fall through. Yeah, that's what uh, apparently is also true of my house. Oof, so scary. Yeah, we got some real messed up stuff up there. I don't even want to get into it. A lot of lace. Old lace that doesn't belong to us originally. I mean, yeah. Stranger's lace. The things that are on display are scary enough. I can't imagine what's squirreled away. Yeah, we opened downstairs three separate drawers. Old mirrors and hairbrushes. Yeah, just hand mirrors and hairbrushes. Like they are objectively very nice and pretty. But in that amount, in that quantity, it's just also like yeah, as you said, a lot of dead people's hair has been on them. And also, you think about what people do in their intimate, private moments. It's like brushing their hair and like thinking of their love or looking at them in the mirror. (laughs) It's just like I don't, I don't like objects that were used intimately like that. Like yeah, that makes sense. A hairbrush and something that someone peered into so That's true, often. But at the same time, I really love like uh, morning uh, pieces that are made mm-hmm. with a lock of a dead person's hair. Yeah, that's way different. Is it? I think so. Yeah, I guess it's not. It's not like a used object in the same way. It's not like something yeah. that somebody's. Like um, we talked about with Annabelle into. and Robert. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a part of them. Yeah. That's true. Oh, man, dudes. I mean, that's that the clink old is me is me cheersing with a <laughs> wow. You know what? I thought it was plastic. This baby's porcelain. Porcelain mountain lion. A por- oh no, it's a puma. Puma by uh, Andrea. That's the same thing though. I feel like regionally it could be a cougar, a puma, a mountain lion. Dude, I don't even know what other animals. I don't think so. Respect the taxonomy. Uh, let us know, guys. Is this the same thing? Puma? Guys, Cougar? email us at that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Let if us you could know about wildcats. The, the wildcat um, varieties of the northeast of America. I think it's regional. What do you say? Mountain lion? This guy? I mean, I'm going to say puma because it? it said puma on the bottom. But I feel like it's the same thing. I think. Even if a puma and a mountain lion are the same thing, I think a cougar is for sure different. I will bet you $25. I'll bet you one child's hairbrush from 1806. Okay, but I can deliver. I don't think you can deliver. <laughs> it's because I know I'm right. But I'm on. But I'm on. Okay. It's on. Um, Someone correct us, please. Because <laughs> God knows we're wrong about everything we say on this podcast, I'm sure. I'm so scared right now. All I can think about is how many ghosts are just crowded in a in like a little crouch circle around us, and I'm like, yeah. don't follow me home. Yeah, I mean, it's not in my house. You don't feel good. I'll say that. <laughs> you don't feel. All good. I can think about is the help from last time. Yeah, the like, yeah. help. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <sighs> well. Mm-hmm. You got a ghost for me this week? Sure do, sure do. Ooh. Do we have any orders of business we need to address? I don't feel like um, we do. We're gearing up for H-Ween, as oh, you know. Dudes. yeah. Um, very excited. Probably just, I mean, I don't even know if we have plans for Halloween yet, but I figure we'll do something. Yeah, we got, um, actually, 
like a couple days from when this comes out, we're going to mm-hmm. be going to Sleepy Hollow. Yep, that's true. That is true. I cannot wait. I can't wait either. We're going to get Ooh, it's going to be crazy. so scary. I'm also wearing a gigantic She's wearing a jack-o'-lantern shirt. shirt. With a jack-o'-lantern on mm-hmm. it. One so. time, there was one Halloween, I wore um, that, but it was like a tank top. But it was equally as big That's and cute. just had a giant shirt on it. But I was like, this is my sexy Halloween costume. And then I got to the party I was at and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> my definition of that is very different from everyone else. So it was just an oversized tank top. Yeah. And I was like, I look like a toddler who's wearing a big shirt. And then everybody else there was wearing like actually like cute outfits and like That's heels. What and I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. When okay. I went to Provincetown... Um, for Halloween, I wore like a butterfly. It was made for a toddler, mm-hmm. and then I like cut out the crotch and wore it as a vest. Jesus. And it had like a crazy hood with bug eyes and antennas, and I could put my hands into the wings and flap them like so. Ooh! And I was like, I'm ready for this. And everyone went as like sexy poison ivy, yeah, or like Batgirl or something cool from like an awesome comic. And I was like, Well, I'm wearing this toddler yeah. butterfly out I mean every year I'm just like oh I guess I'll be a cat or like a bug yeah <laughs> or a pumpkin and uh one year Caroline was Tina Turner and it was amazing oh that's so good yeah she's really good at costumes Ooh. Mm-hmm. Caroline you're great at costumes I had a friend who went as like black swan black swan year mm-hmm. with full like the makeup red eyeballs <gasps> that's She's a costume designer, though. I've so. always wanted to do a costume that's just, like, pretty much um, not dressing up at all. And you just have those, I think they're called scleral contacts. And it's just the black contacts that cover your whole eye, like, from that one so season you look of like True Blood. awesome, like, demonic, like... Correct, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But I have gone to Abracadabra, the costume and magic store. Shout out. And um, they're not only expensive, but apparently they're very painful. So they're I'm like, no, it's not painful. worth it. Extremely <laughs> painful. Extremely painful. Any actor who's ever been asked, like, how was it to wear horrible contacts? They've been like, I hate it. Yeah. It's not worth the millions of dollars. I know. Well, it looked great in that one season of True Blood. And I just, that's my inspo forever. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Alex Skarsgård. I know you're listening, boo, and I love you. Yeah. Always tuning in. <laughs> For sure. He keeps writing to me, and I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. Like, stop. It's like, the other people need to email us. It's like, Alex, (laughs) Did I ever tell you about how one time he was filming in New York, and Maggie and I went to, like. Hey, Maggie. Hey, Maggie. To, like, um, go wait outside his trailer to say hi to him, and I, I must have left before this happened um but i think maggie and our friend Allie were there and when she finally met him she said welcome to new york oh my god it's my favorite thing and he was like to thanks new york. <laughs> like wow like oh no i'm very rich and famous yeah, that's like you. one of those freak out things that you're like i can't say i'm a huge fan i can't say i love you i can't what can i say what do i i say? don't know when i was confronted by the idea of even having to interact with Liam Hemsworth when he was near to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the only thing I could think was, Wrecking Ball is about you. And I feel like had <laughs> I gotten close enough to him, that's all I would have been able to say to him. Yeah. And thank God I didn't. Oh, thank God you didn't no. say that. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean. No, no, no. Yeah, panic it's, under it's way pressure. better you didn't. Uh, real quick update for mm-hmm. me, personal update. Guys, I saw, I saw the Norseman again. Oh, yeah. On the train. 
And this time it was even crazier. Even sexier. I was just sitting there normally looking in shambles as I usually do. And the train was packed. And the Viking got on. And I didn't notice him at first. And I looked up right in time. And he was passing by. Winked at me. And then kept walking. Amazing. I mean, I'm definitely under his throne. You gotta dress like your best Stevie Nicks self tomorrow. Yeah. And um, just maybe save a seat for him. I don't know. I guess I'll put like some kind of weird you object. You should bring like a leather bound journal and a quill. I have and that. And be like, oh my God, what? You write with a, a like a pen and ink and like a Yeah, I could do scroll? that or just like bring like too. a mandolin. Some yeah, you kind bring of that haunted old tiny guitar. Yeah, I should just bring that. Oh my god, bring tambourine. one of those tiny old haunted brushes and brush your hair with it. I have the shortest hair. That would be so stupid looking. No, it wouldn't. You'd be like as if a mandolin wouldn't be. Stupid yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> bring an old <laughs> enchanted mirror and gaze into it and whisper three wishes. Oh my god, I should bring your scrying mirror. Oh, you I should. should but then tell him the he's not allowed to look into it. Oh my god, you have to be very coy. Mm-hmm. This, this is my mirror, but Sorry, you can't this look into it. This is my mirror. You can't look into it. You What's that mirror? Oh my god, really? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> no, you have a good weekend too. Yeah. I'll see you later. Ah. Yeah, that's a good plan. I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah, I'm just gonna freak out and say something insane. Like I don't know if I'm a witch you ha- again. No, what you have to do is really lean into your eccentricities. Because what do I say? Like, hey, if he's like, um, so are you a witch? Be like, I'm actually very interested in the supernatural, and like, yeah, I like those things. And what if I'm I just, say like, in another life, maybe? No, ah, no, I can't no, say dude, things. Just be. What just, do I do? Just talk about yourself in a genuine way. Be Everybody, like, email me advice on how to start dating this Norseman, and tell I, him the help. things that you're interested in, and oh. be like, I think it's really cool that you write with a pen and ink. No. Why? Is that any weirder than just saying cool? No, I guess not. Maybe I'll wink back next time. Slow. Or just talk to him, dude. Just talk. Okay. I still think he's a Viking guy. So what are you doing in the city? Okay. I'll start regular. Get weird (laughs) after that. He already knows. That there's something weird lurking. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can sense it sitting next to me. There's no sense in putting it yeah. off. He's yeah, there's find no, out. anybody can tell. Yeah. There's something going on. No, I think almost immediately anybody interacting with either of us knows. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't even, yeah, there's no nobody sense really tries to interact with me, but when no. I do, I'm just like, yeah, here it is. Mm-hmm. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. Or we do that thing where, like, we meet new friends and, like, five days later go do karaoke and then, like, they don't want yeah, to be your friend like, anymore. Yeah, I am my craziest self. And then they're like, I, yeah, this is a lot for me. And I'm like, <laughs> or well, they're like, wow, you guys are real drunk. And we're like, we haven't had a single drink. Yeah. This is just like, our normal nope. selves. We just wanted to scream this song. Sober as ever and yeah. loving it. Yep. Yeah, uh, dominate the mic. <laughs> God, oh, God, we are the MCs so of this event that is not ours, and we weren't yeah. officially invited to. Yeah, and also like, um, I'm not going to wait my next turn to sign up for, up for songs. Um, no, I'm actually going to skip your song so no. I can sing this Avril Lavigne song because yep. it's me. I've had a day, and I need mm-hmm. to get it out. That's exactly right. Exactly. That's what you get to do. Because you know what? If you can't handle me on my words, you don't know me on my best. 
I got a ghost. <laughs> Tell me about it, please. You told uh, me that this was a good one. I can't wait. Admittedly, I only read a little bit, so I'm going to be kind of like cruising by the seat of my pants. You know what? The more you talk, the more wine I'm going to be drinking, so it's it's all up. Good girl. We're going to be experiencing Downhill? this one together. Okay, great. Okay, I picked it based on what it's called, which is... The sound of wine <laughs> splooshing into my glass. You it's called The Radiant Boy. Ooh, the Radiant Boy. The Radiant Boy. Radiant Boy. Classification. My beautiful boy. Harbinger. Ooh, all right. So The Radiant Boy, according to Encyclopedia Ghosts and Spirits, a wonderful book that I have sure. and own, okay. um, is, quote, the glowing ghosts of boys who have been murdered by their mothers. Oh, no. Whose appearance portends ill luck and violent death. No, little mother boys. Yeah, radiant boys appear in the folklore of England and Europe, possibly originating with the Kinder Mordrin, children murdered by their mothers, of German folklore, which is a total thing. In a lot of like German. There's enough that it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have also a book of Russian folklore, and it's a lot, a lot in there too. Why? Why is that? I don't even know. I'm not sure, but I think that killing your kids was way more common back in the olden times. I guess. I do know that, like, for example, Pied Piper was that old tale mm-hmm. originated because when poor families were in, like, a, a little hamlet, yeah. they would sell their children Aww. for tax cuts so Sad. the kids would go work for, like, whoever the hell, and then they would have to, like, pay a little bit less. So they'd sell, like, maybe their oldest kid, and then when the other one became old enough to work, they'd sell that kid. And so it's that's... such a bummer. It super sucks. Yeah. And um, I can say we're, we, we're against serfdom. Yes. I don't like it. You don't like Wholeheartedly. it. Wholeheartedly. We don't like it. We don't like it. We don't think it's Across a good idea. Anybody still doing it? Cut it out. Stop it, guys. The Northern English countries of Cumberland and North Northumberland. Northumberland. Are said to be particularly haunted by radiant boys, which I can't. Like, it's just so funny. Oh, man. When I'm over there next, I'm going to keep a, keep an eye out for these oh, baby boys. Radiant boys. Uh, one of the top guys is in the last uh, years of the 18th century. It happened to a man. This radiant boy <laughs> appeared to a man who yeah. was at that time called Captain Robert Stewart. A man. Two first name, a Captain. He was in Ireland. He was hunting when he was swept up in a terrible storm. He went and sought shelter at this gentleman's manse. Now, I don't know if this is accurate, but I always thought that a manse was like an estate that a clergyman has for like kind of for free. I have no idea. I assumed that you were saying mansion differently. Oh, no. A manse is like a different thing. I think it might be a house that you're given by, like, some kind of institution. Yeah, right. But I have no idea. It may just be an estate. Okay. It's big. He was welcomed by the master of the house. Unfortunately, um, the country house was already packed with guests, probably because of the storm. Yeah. And the butler was forced to give him a small dark room with only piled cloaks and blankets. Oh, oh, why don't you just complain about your free room in a manse, Robert? That's what I'm saying. Also, the Dick. butler had to be like, will this do? And he's like, mm, Yeah, and the yeah. butler, meanwhile, is like, I guess I'll sleep in the shed, Ben. Yeah, it's like, it's like this is my bed. This is my yeah. piles of clothes. My bed is this peat moss. Maybe we're being too harsh, though, because Captain Robert Stewart has lived on a ship. So Whatever. maybe he was Whatever. like, I Whatever. love this. 
Yeah. You just love to hate on captains. I know. It just, like, feels like he was complaining. And it's, you like, love to hate on captains. Happy. Okay, so what was in the in the room? Tell me. I will tell you. <laughs> Cloaks. Uh-huh. Blankets. No bed. Just a bunch of, like, shit on the ground. I've slept on worse. Me too. Um, for some reason, the butler built a fire in the hearth to, like, a giant fire. So this was big enough to have a hearth. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like Captain's that. Captain's being Honestly, kind of a... At least one time I've laid down on cardboard in the street and been like, I'm going to sleep, and then kind of really fallen asleep. Yeah. So after a little bit, he, like, warms himself by the fire and he falls asleep. All right. That sounds great. It sounds great so far. He believes he slept about a few hours when he suddenly was awoken Mm -hmm. and was startled by a brilliant light in the room. He thought it was the fire. Yeah. But on turning to look at the hearth, Mm -hmm. he saw the fire was out. And, but it's also like he at the same time was like, the fire's out, but this light is coming from the chimney. Okay. He sat up in bed, trying to discern what was happening, and slowly it starts like coming in, like forming a shape, (gasps) this light. What? In the form of, and I'm quoting here, a beautiful naked boy. No! surrounded by a dazzling radiance. It's not right. It's not right. <laughs> it ain't right. <laughs> it ain't right. <laughs> I can't believe he even told anybody. Honestly, if I saw the ghost of a naked boy, even if it was beautiful, I'd be like, mm, this is going to sound wrong And I wouldn't be like, he was I surrounded tell. by a dazzling light. Like a beautiful boy clad in not put the air. <laughs> I've been at sea for three years. I'll take what I can get. Oh, Captain Robert. My beautiful boy. Um, the boy looked at him earnestly. <laughs> oh, no, that makes it worse. <laughs> then just like went away and it was totally dark in the room. The captain <laughs> thought that the household was just playing a, a practical joke on him. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. And he was like, I'm sure. leaving as soon as it's morning time. I would have just left. Okay, right what? I'm sorry. No, I don't know. but like I'm, I would do anything to stay in a room with a fireplace. That's true. Yeah. But the owner of the house, uh, when he confronted him, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Also, yeah, I don't know how we I We don't have the technology to play a dazzling prank on you. I don't have a Radiant Boy puppet that I just, like, yeah, put down the we chimney. We don't have an animatron that we send into that room. Yeah, I don't—I would never do this to you. Um, he just denied—every guest was like, we did not pull a, a prank on you. Yeah, that's fair. The Irish captain then asked the butler—the uh, butler. The butler. The butler. <laughs> Uh, right now in the story, it's when they decide to tell me the butler's name is Hamilton. <laughs> oh, the owner of the house was like, butler, Hamilton, what room did you put the captain in? Hammy. Where's, where's Robert? Yeah, Hammy, what have we done this time? The butler said, you know, every place was full. The gentlemen were lying on the floor, three or four to a room. Mm-hmm. So I gave him- Okay. The- this guy's fucking lucky he got his own I room. I know. I would Ugh, do anything. It's all coming to light. And he says- so I gave him the boys' room, but I lit a blazing fire to keep him from coming out. Oh my God! It was the radiant boy's room. Well, the gentleman explained that the room was haunted by the radiant boy. Oh my God! And that and I'm very scared right now of this. By tell the way, tell me, tell me. Uh, and that anyone who saw him would obtain great power, but would die a violent. Death at Ooh. the height of his fame and influence. Oh, shit. So cool. Wow. So that's pretty much exactly what happened. 
the captain later became Lord Castlereagh, second Marquis of Londonderry. Casterly Rock? Mm, no, it's not supposed to. Oh, okay. I wish. So he ascended to this height and title due to the death of his older brother, mm-hmm. entered the British House of Commons, becoming Chief Secretary of Ireland, Ireland, and later Secretary of State and Foreign Secretary. In his later years, Lord Castlereagh feared he was going insane. Don't we all? And in April 1822, depressed, overworked, haunted by the radiant boy, yeah. he cut his own throat with a penknife. Oh my god, that's too much. That's an over uh, overreaction. With the penknife is what, uh, like... Of all things. Honestly, you were just holding a giant sword. That yeah. would have been way better. Like, come on, just... Oh, god. Yeah. Yeah, painful. Like, jeez. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So nice. there are other encounters with the Radiant Boy. Let me just see. Are they all in this one place, or are there Radiant Boys all around? There's Didn't Radiant you Boys say there, all around. There are multiple Radiant Boys? Yes, yes, there are. There's another one. So a couple described as the Reverend Henry A. of Redburg and the Rector of Greystoke and Mrs. A., his <laughs> wife. Sure. Redacted. Came to Corby Castle, so Corby Castle has one, also in Cumberland. Um, I'm going to Cumberland. We got to. I want to see one of these radiant boys. Um, (laughs) They're fully prepared to stay at this castle for a bunch of days. Mm. I feel like it appears to guests a lot, too. Yeah, that, um, I mean, I'm sure that to a radiant boy, it's like, this is an intrusion. This is my Mm -hmm. room. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. A., Here's my beautiful naked body. Reverend Mrs. A. (laughs) I'm going to dazzle the fuck out of you. Get out of my house. I'm going to make your life amazing. Take it all away. Get the fuck out of my room. So they they intended to stay for like, you know, a long weekend, a couple days. The next morning they're like, get us our carriage immediately. (laughs) We saw a beautiful naked boy the night. (laughs) (laughs) Only much later when visiting the Redburg area did the family learn of... um, Ask, like, hey, like, why did you leave so suddenly yeah. one time? And he said, quote, soon after we went to bed, we fell asleep. It might have been between one and two in the morning when I awoke. I observed that the fire was totally extinguished. Once again, must be nice. Mm-hmm. But although that was the case and we had no light, I saw a glimmer in the center of the room, which suddenly increased to a bright flame. Like an I looked out, apprehending that something had caught fire when, to my amazement, I beheld... A gorgeous boy, a beautiful boy, <laughs> clothed in white. I'm, I'm, um, very surprised that so far nobody has suggested like it looked like an angel or it might. Well, have, that's this what was he says an next. Angel. Okay, he said clothed in white with bright locks resembling gold, standing by my bedside. Mm-hmm. Kind of seems. Yeah, honestly, like, even I, who believe in nothing, would be like, this is an angel. I think it's this that really freaks people out. He stayed in the position for a long time, fixing his eyes upon me with a mild and benevolent expression. Yeah, I don't like that, I don't like that. He then glided gently away towards the side (laughs) of the chimney. (laughs) (laughs) These two scriptures. Just like on roller skates, just like, zoom, gotta go. (laughs) I also like that across the board, it's like, Beautiful boy with this curly beautiful locks. boy glided away from Gentle me after making gliding. severe eye contact. I just <laughs> love it so much. Uh, oh, now I lost my place. Sorry. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Just the word glide just really gets me. Yeah, he glided away to the chimney where it was obvious there was no possible egress and entirely disappeared. 
I found myself again in total darkness and all remained quiet until the usual hours of rising. I declare this to be a true account of what I saw at um, at Corby Castle. Wow. Upon my word as a clergyman. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take that word. Yeah. So that's just another one that definitely happened. Wow. Yeah. There's also one, um, Catherine Crow mentions Lord Castlery's Castlery's encounter in this other book. And there's a similar fact wherein um, an advocate of this story mm-hmm. and his wife were awakened by noise and a light and saw a beautiful child, <laughs> they say, enveloped by a sword of glory, they say. Honestly, sounds like an angel or a cherub They me. say like, it's truly surrounded by the heads of saints. Yeah, why are the, I, I, I'm just, I'm confused. I mean, like, it seems like an obvious connection to me. I also feel like if a child was murdered by their mother, they'd be like, that's it, automatic angel. Well, yeah, that, but also I feel like if it was just a ghost of a murdered child, it wouldn't be appearing to you as a beautiful, glowing, like, robed, surrounded by saint faces. Like, it would be a ghost. It would be a little child ghost. Yeah, that's what I feel as well. I don't know. But I don't know. Also, I forgot to mention that the reason that there were so many children killed by their mothers is because back yonder in the days of yore, yeah. um, if, a ch- if a woman was like wooed and seduced, became pregnant and had a bastard child out of wedlock. Oh, a, a snow? Mm-hmm, a John Snow. Also, though, not a bastard. Shh, Okay. Um, ugh, bad spoiler. Don't even. Whatever. I don't even watch the show. It's fine. <laughs> All right, keep going. Um, they would just kill that baby. Because otherwise they'd be, like, stoned to death or something. I mean... I mean, I don't well, think they should have done my, that. Here's my cue also, though. Mm-hmm. These aren't infants. Uh, these aren't gorgeous infants appearing to people. They, right. I assume at least are, I don't know, four at the youngest, mm-hmm. when when you say a boy, like, you know, if it's a beautiful boy standing, mm-hmm. it's not an infant. So it it doesn't track for me How about that this? they're a murdered baby. In medieval law, second wives, mm-hmm. so if your first wife died, married another wife, mm-hmm. could inherit their husband's property if all the children were dead. Uh, Hence, yeah, that makes some stepmothers sense. had incentive to just, like, kill all their stepchildren. I, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, wouldn't your new husband be like, please don't do that? I feel like it was, like, hidden hidden away. And you see it in a lot of fairy tales. Sleeping Beauty, mm. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Like, it's... It Wait, permeates. are Hansel and Gretel's parents divorced? <laughs> I think that they have a stepmother who's, like, who wants them to go into the... I, there's, in the beginning, there's something. All right. There's definitely something. I think that their stepmother, like, sends them into the woods for This makes a lot of sense why stepmoms have a bad rep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's because medieval law was like, you, honestly, it's not women's fault. Yeah, you gotta choose. So much shit was against everyone. Mm -hmm. Also, though, these poor kids, like. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely feel worse for the kids than for the the moms. Yeah. Also, they're, they're usually described as having blonde hair and being on fire. These, this sounds like, I don't even know a lot about what an angel is supposed to be, but this sounds like a straight up description of one to me. Yeah. Except for that, you know, you end up having great heights of fame and fortune and then and then dying. Yeah, but it could be like, I don't know. It could be an angel that's like portending, you know, a dangerous future for you and just being and warning you. I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe. I do want to think, I do want to, I do want to just assume that the radiant boy is like, a beautiful boy is more like a banshee. Where it's like, I'm not in control of what's about yeah, to happen. It's like, I am here waiting for you. I will I'm be a harbinger. Here. I'll be I here. understand. At least look upon my my beautiful glory. I'll glide away from you. <laughs> and then that'll be it. <laughs> Count your lucky studs. You got a fireplace in your room, mister. Yeah, that's it. That's basically it. That's God, the radiant boy. I love that. Yeah. I love them. That's a good radiant boy. Yeah. yeah they remind me, you know, when you said radiant boy, it made me think of... Uh, one of my, tra- it's tragic, but my favorite things from history, we've talked about the radium girls. Oh, yeah. Who, when they looked in the mirror, their bones would glow. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God, so sad, but I love them. But this, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, tell me what you know about, like, can an angel, is an angel only a thing that is there to be a benevolent force that doesn't really do anything else? No. So, like, why wouldn't it, uh, would it make sense if these were some kind of angel? Yes, except for that in, like, if you're talking about, like, scripturally, Mm -hmm. angels are never described as looking like people. They have, like, horrifying facets. And, like I told you, they've got, like, the spinning wheels made out of giant eyeballs. Yeah. And why are they portrayed in popular media so much as... Cherubims, Looking like, like beautiful boys. Yeah. I think that's just like Renaissance paintings and shit. It's yeah. just art. It's just only art. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know the origins, though. That's interesting. I wonder why people were just like, but throw some think wings on a baby. Like this only happened when that art had already existed. You so know do you I think they saw them and then they projected that image onto whatever was happening? Or what, what I think it is is probably a mixture of older religions, like ancient. Greek and Roman mm-hmm. gods, yeah, like because there was Cupid and yeah, there was yeah. um, famous beautiful boys, famous beautiful winged boys, mm-hmm. radiant boys. So I think that what people were doing was painting these cherubs and angels and sort of like right. taking imagery from something that was a little bit easier to swallow than like right. it's a spinning wheel of a hundred eyes right, on right. fire. <laughs> Like, like, you can't just paint that thing. It's a flaming thing. sword pulled out of a bog. Yeah, like, you don't want to watch no, here's, that um, eating grapes you know, in a garden. Basically, like, David. Yeah. You know, just, like, in different f- poses. This is all conjecture. I've done no research on this. But I, I would say no, that, yeah. like, sounds right to me. It feels right. It feels right heart. to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Tell me a tale. Okay. My tale today. This is actually one of... The earliest ghost stories that I ever heard. And really? it stuck with me for a really long time. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about one of the most famous haunted locations in the world. You feel like you say this every time you I do know. it. I but know. you find good ones, man. Yeah. Um, also in England, though. Shout out. Nice. Love you. Cheerio. Um, um, so this is the Treasurer's House in Yorkshire, England. Yes. So one of the most credible witnesses. So this is... I'll preface this by saying it's one of the most famous um, ghost stories in the world. It is really. Like, and I'm not just saying that. So, credible witness saying he saw a haunting at the treasurer's house, retired policeman Harry Martindale. As a teen in the 1950s, Martindale was installing a boiler in the cellar at the treasurer's house when he heard the sound of a distant trumpet. Initially, he shrugged it off. 
but the sound started growing louder and louder as though it were approaching. Like a parade? Yes, a trumpet. A trumpet being like... Yep. So as it blared... Eventually, it it sounded like it was seemingly right next to him. Ooh, I hate that. He turned his head and saw the top of a Roman soldier's helmet (gasps) emerge from the wall he was working against. Ooh, man. Martindale jumped from the ladder he was on and watched in disbelief as the vision of a trumpet-playing soldier followed by a plodding horse and cart, and behind that, around 20 Roman soldiers. Are you kidding me? Parading through... The room in the cellar that he was in. So one guy, a, a trumpeter, heralding ghosts. Yep, a trumpeter, a horse and carriage, twenty more soldiers. All right. They were carrying lances, round shields, and short swords. Martindale also he described them in extreme detail later. Wow. He said they looked exhausted and covered in dirt. He described their clothing and uniforms. Like, down to the colors and exact patterns of everything, all of which was substantiated later. Like, that's what they would have worn. Um, And people have said that he had a knowledge of their dress that he shouldn't have a way to have known. What? Yeah. That's, I love Like, he was a plumber. Like, there's no reason he should have known what Roman soldiers were exactly wearing. No. So, obviously terrified by the marching ghost army, he fell off his ladder, (gasps) hid in the corner, watched them march through the room, and then ran upstairs. Poor baby. He bumped into the curator of the home who took one look at him and said, by the look of you, you've seen the Romans. (gasps) What? Mm-hmm. I love it when people come out and they're like, oh, I guess you've you met my guests. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, or like, yeah, put him in the boys' room. <laughs> the boys' room. Also, quickly, this reminds me suddenly of my favorite part of this crazy movie that I love. Mm. At the end of Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, I've never where seen Angela it. Lansbury, oh, you got you gotta see it. <laughs> I'll see it. That's a wishy movie. I'll She's watch it. Let's watch it. Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Um, she she does this awesome spell where she's like Draguna. Don't you dare even do anything vaguely witchy in this house. Something Steph, I swear to God, I cannot. No, dude, it's fine. It becomes like a fun song. And then what happens is a bunch of old armor comes to life. If anything in this fucking house moves right now, (laughs) I'm leaving. I am leaving. I'll walk home. I don't want you to. Don't speak a word of Latin. Okay. I don't think that's Latin. You've shaken me to my core. Okay. Oh, Lordy Lou. Okay. Where Tell was me I? more. So the guy was right. like, I, you've seen the Romans. You've seen the Romans. So uh, most notable about this story, the reason why it's so famous and why it has been cited as a credible ghost story is because Martindale said, uh, yeah, everything that I just said, blah, blah, blah. But also the soldiers were only visible from the knee up. And he thought that was very weird. Um, huh. It was later proven, like, it is it is real, and on Wikipedia, which is, <laughs> I take as fact. Real. Um, the location of the treasurer's house was used as an ancient Roman road. Um, the house was obviously built later on, but the original road was around 15 to 18 inches lower than <gasps> the cellar floor. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So they were walking on the original, like, you know, area oh, that they 
would have traversed. That is so fun. This would explain why the ghosts were only visible from the knees up. Roman columns were also uncovered at, or Roman column bases were uncovered at the site. One of which is still in the cellar. Cool. Um, you can. I thought you were going to say like it was later proven that this entire battalion was chopped off at the knees. Oh, and that's that would why. be so scary. I don't think they would survive that. I don't think so. It's a lot of blood. I mean, they didn't. They're dead. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they didn't die of that though. I, I don't think. No, Hopefully they didn't. Not. I know yeah. they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can visit the treasurer's house, and cellar tours are available. Oh, which yes. I would love to do. Um, and. The main reason why I love this story is because it ties into one of my favorite theories about hauntings called the Mm -hmm. stone tape theory. Great. And this theory poses the idea that ghosts and hauntings are like tape recordings and electrical mental impressions released during emotional or traumatic events can be stored in location or objects and then replayed, quote unquote, under certain conditions. Yeah, it's it's just a circle. It's like... Just, yeah, it's like a closed circuit, and this memory loop keeps playing over right. and over like a hologram. I like that especially because it also means that, like, the rest of you may actually be somewhere else. Yeah. But then this one part of you is just, like... Right. Or, like, that little bit of energy is, like, continuing, but you maybe aren't even there. Yeah. It's, like, it ties into a multiverse theory where yeah. it's, like... This is still resonating somewhere in the universe, and, like, the echo of it is going to play out. And several prominent psychologists and philosophers have stated their belief that ghosts are, quote, non-interactive recordings similar to a movie. And this would support the Treasure's House style of residual hauntings, where places retain memories of people and events and play them back. So, like, you know, in this house in 100 years, like... Somebody might be living here and hear, like, you yelling at your mom because, like, the walls will keep Mm -hmm. that in them and play it back later. Or, like, that help that I keep on hearing is just, like, something else. Yes. And I also think that it's interesting, like, something else with this theory that I think I remember is that if you are in, if you are tuned in Mm -hmm. uh, into, like, this frequency, right, because you're in some kind of emotional or even physical shape, like Mm -hmm. you're operating on the same level as whatever this is playing back on, Mm -hmm. you can be more likely to like encounter it. That makes sense. So like this could be something like, say that someone's been screaming help in my house for 20 years. If you're stressed out. (laughs) Who I am right now. Maybe you'll hear it. This week, maybe I'm hearing it now, Mm -hmm. right? So. I think that's why sometimes some people are like, I'm hearing these things and seeing people these things. People are sensitive, yeah. Yeah, and they're always changing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Tell me more. Um, I mean, yeah, basically uh, residual hauntings are used to explain things exactly like what you just said. Mysterious noises, house settling sounds, mm-hmm. um, famous ghosts who appear over and over again, such as the Tower of London's Ghost of Anne Boleyn. Great. So, I mean, this... This theory encompasses a lot of what we think of as, like, hauntings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's kind of great because according to this theory, these kind of events are not dangerous since there's no active spirit. Yeah. It's just something replaying. So because it's something, like, playing back to you on a loop, it can't actually hurt you. You just experience it and 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 listen to it and, and watch it happen. Cool. So, yeah, I don't know. I did a lot of research on like residual hauntings and they're very like 
there's there's a pretty big divide on like people who think they're nonsense, which is also funny because there are also people who are like, no, ghosts are real and like blah, blah, blah. They're not at odds with each other, except that people who are in support of residual residual hauntings are like, no, yeah, I know ghosts are real, but like when you hear a thing like this, for example, like the Anne Boleyn thing, you know, it's not Anne Boleyn being like, oh, what is this? Another group of tourists? Like <laughs> yeah. there it's have been like seven today. Yeah. It's just like she's not interacting with you. Right. It's just like a thing that you are watching right. that like has hung around in a place. I so, love that. But I yeah. get the I get the argument because yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that residual hauntings makes most sense to me and is most uh, comforting to me yeah because of just the way I, I want to think about life yeah but I love the idea of a yeah, crazy ghost I also singling totally me out get being like this ghost will not leave me alone she is yeah. telling me things or being like, and like talking come, to me interact with me ghosts show right. yourself and having them be like alright I will and yeah. having a choice like on the ghost walk that we go on if they're like this is where the ghost of blah 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 lives I'm not gonna be like this ghost is gonna interact with me and he's gonna talk to me and we're gonna be friends I'm gonna yeah. be like oh this is like you know, a, a sad thing happened here. So, like, he keeps acting out his death over and over again for eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also kind of scary. It's That's real it's scary. It's scary, but in a sad way, not in, like, a... I'm, I'm in danger. Not in a, this guy, this ghost is going to hurt me. Which way. just brings it all back home to that thing we keep on saying. If you're in danger, it's not a ghost. It's not a ghost. It is a demon. It's a demon or it's just a person trying to hurt you. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a guy's out to get you. Something bad is a Someone's Either dressing way. up like a ghost. <laughs> a beautiful boy a beautiful perhaps is bot. being lit from behind by Glide, an iPad. Gliding out of the chimney. And he is going to glide over to you on his little penny board. Like a baby St. Nicholas coming out of the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna blow the fire out in your little fireplace and he's going to yeah. come over to you and he's going to stick your wallet. It's gonna wink at you, disappear. Yeah, but he's Ooh, gonna say I'm a beautiful. Boy. My Norse man is Get just like you. a full-grown radiant boy. Ooh, Blonde hair. You should ask him if he knows what a radiant boy is. I definitely should lead and with then that say next you. time. Hey, uh, you should say no, no, you no. You should do is? exactly what he did to you and say, "Are you?" And he'll be like, "Am I what?" And be like, "A radiant boy." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't you wait. Oh, oh, no, man. don't. He'll never talk to you again. I, but you know that I that every time something good is about to happen to me, instead of like going with it, I sabotage it because it's more interesting to me to sabotage. It or sounds I'll, like what you did in this situation was just panic and not uh, almost not interact with him. Right. But like if he's so he's made like an effort to be like, wink, I still see you're on the strain. Yeah. And now it's my turn to be like, wink back. But Don't instead, I'm going to be like, are you a radiant boy? Because Don't it's funny do that. <laughs> I'm so, I wish I'd never said anything. I would have come up with something worse, I'm sure. I mean, what I truly think you should do is just say, what do you do in the city? Don't wink at him. Don't say What if he's like, I'm doing? a calligrapher and I document radiant boy sightings? Oh, then I'll know he's then my soulmate. Then you'll be like... We're engaged. Yeah. You know, then yeah. then you then you can say literally whatever you want to. Yeah, that's true. It won't matter. You're meant to be together. But that's, that's real. Um no, I mean just <laughs> just talk to him like he's a human. Oh, so hard. I know. What's your tip? <laughs> oh my god. Don't come to this house. <laughs> that's my tip. 
I'm I'm so scared. I'm she's right. She's right. Don't. I mean, no, it's a great house. It's a beautiful home. Um, my tip, I guess, would be there's no reason um, to buy someone's uh, brush. There's no reason to buy a brush mm. that someone else has used. Yeah, especially I don't care how beautiful it is. If you want one, you can just ask me to borrow it because I've got 45 of them. Also, like they're like $2.99 at Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Y- you're fine. Just go get a brush. Yeah. Also, I don't remember the last time I combed my hair. Yeah. Also, like, you probably don't even need one. Unless you have long hair that you need to brush out before you curl it or something. Yeah. Like, you're fine. You can run a straightener over any yeah. nest. Just use your fingies. Yeah. Use those fingies. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. I, at this point, I put my hair up uh, when it's still wet when I get out of the shower and I don't brush it at all. Yeah. I and just let fine. it be... Uh, Flat silky and just do it, do, do its own thing. Yeah, I mean, only buy a brush in a worst case scenario, and don't buy one if it's a haunted. Do one. not buy a second hand one Mm-mm. because you will find like a like a a golden solitary yep. lock of a dead child's hair, and yep. you will be followed forever. Yeah, for I'm sure. sorry, I'm sorry, you will. You're gonna be. Don't do it. I feel like just the ghost, like a sad, sad ghost is gonna like come a for radiant you. boy is gonna be like. A radiant boy will come. And then you're going to have to be like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, was this your brush? And I then- think, like, my tip is if someone is kind enough to offer you shelter in a storm. Don't be a dick. Don't tell them that they're playing a prank on you if you see a radiant naked boy come out of the fireplace. Yeah. Especially if they're like, oh, he can stay in the boy's room. Be like, right, 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 right. I'm right. in a stranger's house. This right. is whatever this boy is, this beautiful boy. This yeah. is his room. Also, you're welcome because you became, like, royalty almost. Yeah. And then you took it all away from yourself with a penknife. So not the radiant I mean, boy's fault. Another tip of mine, if you're going to do it, don't use a penknife, you psycho. Yeah, that's just, like, rude of you. It's ugh, Just so, don't. Like, you're making it worse for yourself. Worse for yourself. And just don't ever do, obviously, don't ever do anything like that. I mean, yes, like no, we are anti, obviously. Obviously, but, like, but a penknife seems like a real not cool And at the very least, we it. can't blame that on the Radiant Boy. No, the Radiant Boy didn't show up and be like, use the smallest knife you can find. Yeah. Just uh, just have Draw an inkling. as long as you can. Be, like, mildly concerned that you're losing your mind and then kill yourself with a penknife. He never said that. Also, like, if you see a beautiful boy, a, be- a beautiful <laughs> glowing boy, like, ugh. I would say don't tell anyone. Honestly, no. you're going to incriminate yourself. Keep it to yourself. It sounds wrong, no it matter does. how you spin it. Yeah. That's why they all were like, oh, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to get my carriage and go. Yeah, they're like, I'm sorry, could you call me Could you call me an Uber horse real quick? Yeah. It's I guess I saw a beautiful boy, and he was completely <laughs> naked, like, and he glided away from me. Yeah, so I guess was like, my maybe if I did stay at someone's house, and then I saw a beautiful, radiant, naked boy, I'd be like, stop it, you guys. What are you doing? No, I think that I would definitely leave. I wouldn't sure be leave. like, oh, whatever, I'm going back to bed. Although, who am I to say? I can True. sleep through a lot. True. Um... But I definitely wouldn't be like, um, excuse me, you guys who gave me a room in the middle of the storm. Very funny. Fuck you, because I am spooked now, and I awoke to this bright light. I was deep in a trance sleep. It was 1 a.m. You sent your hologram prank down to me. You know, just be like, if anything, be like, there's a spooky ghost in my room. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm awake. I don't live here. The fire's out. I know it wasn't the fire. Can you come check it out? 
Yeah. Don't be like, you guys are playing a mean trick on me. Totally. Also, fan theory, I think the butler and the radiant boy are, like, best friends. Oh, I mean, the butler definitely goes in there just to have somebody to talk to. Would you read a book called Hamilton and the Radiant Boy if I read it? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Of course I would. Great. Oh, Ham and the boy. Yeah. I want them to just be happy. There's just like, seems like both of uh, them are kind of trapped in a hell of their own. There's history making. there. There's history there. Yeah. Just a the radiant boy lives in just a, a room that's got a fireplace and a pile of the pile butler's of rags. old clothes. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. I mean, really if inspired. you had to act out one thing for the rest of your life, what or for eternity, excuse me, what would it be? A waterside. Bye, everyone. <laughs>